1: I cried the whole way through, but I realized I had to keep on going. For the Bible says, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they keep me. So what happens, God will give you dreams. And as you write down all your storms, so after I finished preaching that sermon, I I had a dream that night. And that night, the dream, God said, "I all of a sudden, I was in the dream. I was in a church, and all of a sudden, it seemed like I just started going higher. I said, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? He said, son, you just got promoted. I said, what does that mean? Guess what, brothers and sisters? You get promoted through hell. You get promoted through tough times. You think it's easy. Your promotion comes when everybody says, I don't want to do it anymore. Your promotion comes when you feel like, praise God, you're at rock bottom. And all of a sudden, you step up and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually in my mouth. See, But see, the challenge is, if you don't get the revelation... Before that, you go in your corner and say, "What was me. <sighs> so it's critical, family, you write down these mountains. And God, I, I got promoted again not too long ago. Pastor, what you mean by that? I'll, I'll find out when I get to heaven. I just know he'll, he'll put me in a dream. He just keeps... And, and by the way, God is not moved by need. God's moved by faith. When you, when you can step up, when you don't feel like stepping up and say, Lord, I need your strength. I don't have it in me, but Father God, I need you. He wrote it down. So what happens, this is what David did. David said, you know, when, when he went to go see Goliath, and King Saul says, you're too small. You can't handle this. And David said, wait a second, homeboy. You weren't with me when I dealt with the lion. You weren't with me <laughs> when I dealt with the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who was the father named my God? He don't know who I rode with. Who you with? See, that's, 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 that's (laughs) that's what David was saying a couple thousand years ago. Who you with? (laughs) Because the Bible says Goliath stood out there and he called out every day, who going to fight me? Who going to fight me? And no one would step up. And David said, David said, who's this guy here running his mouth? He said, his name is Goliath. He said, so why, why, ain't, why, why ain't nobody punching him in the mouth yet? They said, don't you see he's a giant? And he says, uh, the king said he'll give his daughter and he'll never have to pay taxes again. David said, oh,
0: Lord.
1: <laughs> Homeboy said, no taxes? I get married to a queen? That's a come up to me. Lord, help this pastor. (laughs) Number five, dreams bring peace. Matthew one twenty. But after he had considered this, after he had considered this, after he what? That means he was deliberating on this. Now, this is a tough one, y'all. This is a real tough one. Lord, Jesus is tough. I, I I don't know if I could have done this one. But after he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared In a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's be honest, brothers. Let's be honest. The girl said she a virgin. The girl said she ain't never been touched before. The girl said she's holy. And all and they didn't live together. There was no shacking going on, huh? Huh? Leave that alone. Leave that alone. And you go away for a trip, and you come back, and she got a belly, a little bump. And she tell you, I ain't slept with nobody. You a lie. You a lie. You a lie. Don't tell me you ain't sleep with nobody. Raise your hand, brother. You have a problem with that? If she said, "Come on, you be, let's be honest," I'd have a problem with that. You don't told me you been a virgin. Now you come back and you got a belly bump. You got got a ring in it, too. Lord, what happened to you? That's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. The ring part is not in the Bible. But I could imagine, in 2016, Mary... No, no, let's be honest. You're dating someone. You're courting her. You're being real nice. And you say, okay, we'll get married in six months. And you come to visit her. And she... she, How about a cuss? No, no. None of us could handle that. And then she says, it ain't mine. It's the Holy Spirit. Now you know you lying. (laughs) So it was so rough. God said, I got to talk to him. Look what he said, look. He said, but after he had considered this, now I'm not going to marry a pregnant woman. She's talking about it's the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine his boys talking to him? Can you imagine? You know, you know them boys be talking. Hey, boy, Jody. That's Jody, baby, boy. That's Jody. That's, that hey, hey, hey. They told me about Jody. Yeah, that's Jody, baby. Yep, 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 yep. That ain't your baby. That's the mailman, baby. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. That's the milkman, baby. (laughs) That ain't your baby. (laughs) You ain't been there, brother. You ain't. Just just go ahead and get over it. You're going to need a DNA test. There was no DNA test in the Bible. There's no DNA test. You just got. So, you know, he's sitting thinking, oh, Jesus, I don't know. She says, God, but how she have a baby and never been with a man? Now, you have to really think about this. She says she has a baby and never been with a man. She must have thought I was born last night. I ain't that stupid. So God had to give him a dream for him to marry her, because he said I, I can't do it. And most of us in here, God had to come down and tell me, Joe Mo Cousins, you are gonna met. Ma- no, I ain't, Lord. No, I ain't. I ain't all So, oftentimes when you're deliberating, God will try to get to you through a dream. My whole point today was for you to no longer minimize your dreams.
2: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing words. And now, let's get back to the Word.
1: Really start to tap into, is it God speaking to me? With this challenging week, I was asking God, what should I tell you? Oh, no. Let me close this before I do that. When a dream comes, here's the five things you need to do, okay? Five things you need to do when a dream comes. Pray. You know, it's the first thing I said. When, it, when someone gives you a, a, a revelation or get a dream, pray. Before you do anything else, pray that God exposes the source of the dream and what he wants to teach you through it. Pray. Lord, what does this mean? Lord, what are you trying to tell me? Father James says, if anyone lacks wisdom, to ask God. for well, he'll give it to you liberally. Listen to God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Take a moment to sit quietly before the Lord and ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Once you feel peace, you're where you need to be. No peace, you're not in it. Amen. Peace is one of the key indicators that you're in the will. When you're not at peace, you got to do something. Write it down. I already told you that. Get a notebook. Notebook says, When God Speaks. What I do is when someone is uh, further along in me in the faith walk and I trust their walk, I write down what they say to me. Amen? I write it down so I don't forget it. Seek godly counsel. Don't go talk to your ratchet friend. She's not going to help you. Amen. Don't talk. I, 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 was, I was at a wedding last night in Port Ritchie. It was a late one. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and uh brother came and said, you know, do you know what amen means? I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> they go on them deep, brothers. <laughs> He'll take me somewhere I ain't trying to go. I said, well, biblically speaking, amen means so it be, God's will. No, nah, I don't mean that. I said, okay, well, what does it mean, sir? Educate me. You know, because, you know, I'm trying to keep the whole unoffensible. Keep my spirit right. So he tried to break down and, you know, Egyptian gods and goddesses. I said, That's, you know, there's some validity to that, you know. He said, so who do you worship? I said, I worship Jesus. Are you sure? I said, Lord Jesus, brother. <laughs> I ain't coming for this. I came here for a wedding. I'm about to go home. And, and right then, they are right then. Someone came, hey, pastor, they need you, in a ki- uh, they need you back here. to. to, uh, to, to uh, the bride wants you to sign the marriage license. I said, Lord, aren't you good? Yeah. The Bible says you'll always find a way of escape. Because uh, I was about to go in. And I was trying to I lose my peace. You know, I hate when people come with <clears throat> No, either you believe or you don't. But I'm not trying to argue with you. Hey, Amen. You got a choice. You can believe or you don't believe. Hey, Amen. You can get with this. Or you can give it that? You can give it this? Or you can give it that? I think I'm going to give it this. Because this is where it's at. That's it. We ain't got to fight about it. (sighs) Let it be. Let it be. Let let, let God bring the remembrance back to you, the dream to you. Amen? Hallelujah. (sighs) It's been a challenging week. Uh, I see riots all over the country. And uh, as, I was, uh, as I was teaching, I said, you know, I always want to be relevant to what's happening in our country. You know, I don't want to be so ingrained in a sermon that I can't talk about what's happening in our country. And um, I said, Lord, what do you want me to tell them about what's happening in our country? After a challenging week, we got riots in every city. And uh, Holy Spirit gave me this this morning. I pray bless you. 53 years ago, in the midst of despair and racial unrest, there's a man named Martin. <laughs> and he had a dream. He says this, I'm not going to do the whole thing. I say to you today, my friends, so even though we have faced difficult times of the day tomorrow,
2: I still have a dream.
1: <laughs> a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. This is 53 years ago. I have a dream that one day the Red Hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves, and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that one day my four children will one day live in a nation where they'll not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racists and its governor having lips of dripping with words of interposition and nullification. And one day right in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white girls and white boys and sisters and brothers. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted every hill and every mountain shall be made low the rough place will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight the glory of the lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together this is my hope this is the faith that i go back to the south with with this faith we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope With this faith, we'll be able to transform the jangling discourse of our nation to a beautiful sympathy of brotherhood. With this faith, we'll be able to work together, pray together, struggle together, go to jail together, stand up together, knowing that one day we'll all be free. This will be the day when all God's children will be able to sing the new meaning, My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, oh, thy sing. Land where my fathers died, lands of pilgrims' pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. If America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prestigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the gracious slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Let freedom ring from the lookout mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every mountain, Mohill, Mississippi, every mountainside. Let freedom ring. And when this happens, when we allow freedom to ring, we let it ring from every village, from every hamlet, from every state, from every city. We'll be able to speed up that day when all God's children, black men, white men, Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty we're free at last. Listen, family. <laughs> 53 years ago, 53 years ago, a man named Martin took social unrest and spoke his dream. Now, you can't tell me you have it rougher than he did. He spoke faith. He spoke hope. I see Christians trembling. And 53 years ago, he spoke life. So, will the real Christian stand up? For the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Do I have any real believers? See, see the challenge is, sometimes in life... You need a storm to identify who you are. See, everybody doesn't understand who you are. But you have to make up in your mind. There's going to be seasons in your life where you're going to have to stand up and speak what God spoke. It's easy to be angry. It's easy to have hate. But guess what? The Bible says, I must love my enemy. The Bible says, I must speak to my mountain. The Bible says, we walk by faith and not by sight. This is but a momentary, light affliction and cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. This is the greatest opportunity in our lifetime to bring people to Jesus. Turn it around. Right now, we need Jesus. Huh. Someone called me this week. <laughs> As I was praying for our country and praying, call me a a derogatory statement, but I've been called that before and worse. I said, you know what? I'm not going to allow my flesh to speak right now. In the midst of despair, he spoke his dream. God has put something on the inside of us that in this season... This is when believers should stand out. The Bible says we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We can't be like everybody else. The Bible says this when you've done all that you can, stand. (laughs) Stand on the word. Stand on the word. For Dr. King said the night before he was assassinated, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. See, when you see it, it gives you a peace about whatever comes your way. Because Romans 8, says, if God be for me, who can be against me? So I tell you, family, this is an opportunity for people to see the Christ in you. See, this is how the enemy works. He wants us divided. He wants us hating each other. But that's not what love is. So family, this week, as you go out, remember this. Who you are with? I'm on the winning team. And if God be for me, who can be against me? I got to look past insults. I gotta look past derogatory statements. A couple weeks ago, someone called my wife the N word. She said she ain't heard that in a long time. I said, Well, at least you know you're still black. Every now and then you forget. <laughs> Every now and then somebody gotta remind you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Look, we are God's children. Amen. Amen. I said, yeah, that's what they called you that day, mama. I said, but thank God I know what God
2: called you.